Hi, this is Richie Dave Porter from the UK, British blues guitarist, and you are listening to the David Bowers Awards. And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Thank you very much there, John Bon Jovial, old legendary one. Welcome aboard, everyone. We're here for another hour of the David Bowers Awards. And, you know, since Richie Dave Porter came all the way from the U.K. to do the introduction to this week's show, I think we'll return the favor and let you listen to his brand-new track, just released here he is, Richie Dave Porter.
working in the city. That's Richie Dave Porter and Deborah Susan. What a great pair they have made. I forget the I forget the story of how they got together. I think they met and went for a date or something, and then one thing led to another, and uh, instead of going, deciding to go for another date, they decided to make music together and what great music they make. Don't they, John Bon Jovial? Well, I tell you what, I think it's very good. It's got a nice beat to it. I especially like the bass line on that. Who's ever playing the bass is working their butt off on that song, and it shows. It's very well done. The whole thing comes together, and I think the bass line is the glue that keeps everything together and keeps it on track and keeps it sounding as good as it does. There's a lot of truth to that. A good bass line, a good bass player can make a difference, but Richie does a heck of a job. He can tear it up with that guitar, too, and we love having them on the show. We're going to have to get Richie and Deborah Sue back here with us again in the not-too-far-distant future. Anyway, that was just released the beginning of November. It's Working in the City. Richie Dave Porter, Deborah Susan, it's out there, folks. Go and get it for yourself. And we want to Salute also our friends at Titty Bingo, the band who provides our theme music for us each week and has for almost 10 years now. Check them out online. Some great music. They back up some great artists like like some guy named Willie. I don't know who the heck he is, but you can find them online at tittybingo.com. Also, want to say hey to our friends at Rochester Free Radio that carry the David Bowers Awards on Saturdays at noon Eastern time. That's Rochester Free Radio, WRFZ, FM 106.3, and uh, Steve Litvak's show, Rock and Roll Rumble, follows the David Bowers Awards on Saturday. And after him comes this guy named Armand, who I understand is notorious, I mean famous in uh, Rochester. He's Armand Spins, follows uh, the Steve Litvak Rock and Roll Rumble show, and both of the guys play some terrific rock and roll. And uh, as I always say, uh, much of it might be unfamiliar to you because they find the they find the music that the radio stations missed or just wouldn't play, and uh, they really do they really do a great job. And then for uh, you know for you antiquarians out there like uh, John Bon Jovi and myself, Jeff Moulton's ABC Oldies <laughs> comes along on Saturday evenings at eight Eastern time, and you can return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear with uh, Jeff Moulton's ABC Oldies on Rochester Free Radio. John Bon Jovi, you've got a minute here. How are things in, uh, in La La Land down there in, uh, in Florida? Well, here in Camp Swampy, you know, we thought everything was cool, that we were going to be able to get away with the rest of the year and rebuild after Hurricane Ian. And lo and behold, it looks like Wednesday or Thursday we are going to be hit with another storm, this time on the east coast of Florida. Uh, Tropical Storm Nicole is forecast to be a hurricane of the Category 1 variety. Uh, As of this recording, it hasn't hit us yet. And, uh, you know, that's a little light breeze. But still, (laughs) with all the damage that took place, especially at Fort Myers Beach, Sanibel Island, St. James City, and and even parts of uh, here in Naples, uh, this kind of weather is just the last thing that you, you, know, you need know because you don't uh, need it. tarps are few and far between. Tarps are like gold bullion right now. You just can't get them, and if you can get them, you're going to pay through the nose. And with a big wind coming along, people are just afraid that they're going to get torn up and uh, not a good situation. But it's anything else that goes on in South Florida, you know, we are, we are resilient. We will get through it. 
Uh, it's going to be a pain in the rear end, but mm-hmm. we'll get through it. I heard that. Listen, I got about uh, we got about thirty seconds here. Why don't you give the folks a quick pitch and tell them about our friends at Anchor FM? Oh, yes, Anchor FM. These are some good folks doing some good things for other good folks. Anchor FM is a situation where you can listen to the David Bowers Awards each and every week, and we would be certainly grateful if you would. But at the end of this episode, and everyone that has come prior to this episode, there is a link that you can click on to make a donation, and you will be donating to the cause of indie musicians everywhere. And this is a nonprofit organization doing the best that they can to help support the music that we love, the musicians that we love, and to try to give them some organizational structure and give them a leg up when it comes to trying to make their way in a very cutthroat and competitive music industry. That's Anchor FM. If you don't know where they are, that's why you got Google. Look it up on Google. All you got to do is uh, put in a search criteria for Anchor FM, and it'll tell you exactly how to get there. And you'll see that uh, link at the end of the episode that gives you the opportunity to donate. And if you would, we'd really be grateful. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, I don't know if it's tax, uh, tax deductible, but even if it isn't, who cares? You really are helping out a good thing, a good cause. So if it's a couple of bucks, 20 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever you can do, uh, both David and I would be very grateful for your participation in this. That's Anchor FM. David? Thank you very much, John Bon Jovial. We have an all-India show this week. And if you, for those of you who were with us last week, well, for those of you who weren't here with us last week, shame on you. But uh, for the rest of you, uh, you know we announced through our friend Jay from Lazy Indie Music Magazine over there in India, the uh, International Indie Music Festival, the first annual, is being held there this year in another week or two. And uh, we have a couple of the artists from India who will be participating in that, uh, in that fantastic exhibition over there. And they're with us this week. They're going to share some music and talk with us. We'll be talking to David and Kambram in just a couple of minutes, right after we listen to a track of his, so you can get kind of familiar with the man. David and Kambram, and I Need You Now.
That's a gentleman by the name of Davin Encombran, and I've worked really hard to try and pronounce that correctly, and I hope I have. Davin, come on in here and say hello. Hi. Hello, David. How are you? Doing well, thank you. And, yes, we're so glad to have you here with us. Uh, yeah, calling thank you, you for from, inviting me on the show. Our pleasure. And thank you for calling from halfway around the world on the other side in India. And we're so happy to have you here yes. with us because, uh, uh, one, we enjoy having new artists on all the time. We enjoy bringing them back for future uh, for future guests. So uh, keep that in mind. We'd right. like to have you come back in the future. But we also enjoy sharing stories and the information and the music. And that was one song. Uh, tell us about the song that we just played, I Need You Now. Yes, yeah, so the song actually, you know, I was so happy to, it actually initially was a vocal song that I had written, you know, in, in the native uh, language of Tamil, the South Indian uh, language, and then I sang the original, but then I thought, let me make an instrumental version of this song with an alto sax, you know, because I thought really I wanted to, you know, do some instrumental music, since, you know, I was signed with uh, Sony Music India, and they had a clause that I can't do anything in English under their label in the country, so they said, we can do something instrumental if you like. So then I said, let's try that. And, you know, I, I, I think after the lockdown happened, I, I met up with another uh, musician friend of mine who lives in Mauritius, a small country off the east coast of uh, Africa, kind of close to Madagascar uh, on that side. And mm-hmm. uh, he, we did a show together in 2015 where I was a, a guest in order they flew in uh, for a cultural event. And then I was, like, amazed that a guy sitting in Mauritius has played by a David Sanborn kind of uh, song. And I was like, wow, that, that's kind of like unheard of, you know, in a locality like that, you know. And really? I, I really, it connected with them really well. And then I got in touch with them like early 2021. Uh, and I said, why don't we collaborate on something? And we were stuck in lockdown. And he said, I have a recording set up at home. So that's when the whole idea started to do, you know, uh, record together remotely. Because everything that I've done on this particular album, uh, called Brindavan, uh, was all done remotely. So I had musicians from all over, uh, almost six different countries that participated. And in this song, uh, I had the privilege of working with uh, a Grammy-winning pianist, Taylor Icey, who won uh, Best Contemporary Instrumental Album uh, just this past April. And, you know, we, we kind of, you know, kept in touch during the whole uh, Grammy season last year, you know, for his album, since I'm also a voting member. And then I was blown away by his playing, and, you know, I reached out to him again after he won, and he was very gracious enough to, you know, oblige and play on the track. I was so amazed at what he did to the song with his piano and uh, brought so much of life uh, to the song. You know, of course, it's Nell Bucktow, who's the best player I mentioned, uh, from Mauritius. But he and Taylor both together brought so much of life to the melody, and then I kind of kept building up more and more with different uh, other soloists that were also in the back, uh, a flautist um, and the lead violinist that played along with the 21 piece string section. And it was just, I think the feel of the song was more like, you know, like uh, uh, when I say I need you now, I think you know, when someone's gone, they kind of just accept you, you know, in a blink without even like, thinking, like, you know, what went wrong mm-hmm. in a relationship, but they would just go, you know, without even like, telling mm-hmm. you why and, you know, what happened. And even, but that was the kind of feel I wanted to get through the song. When I named, like, I need you now, I said, Tell me what went wrong, and then you go. <laughs> so I felt that kind of came across with all the violins and the, the melancholy, you know, way of uh, the sax playing that he had done in the middle and whatnot. But in the end, it was more like, okay, if you're going to go, go. You know? <laughs> it was more like, you know, it's a great piece of music. 
Anyway, it's a great piece of music. Thank you and, so much. Uh, I thank you for sharing your music with us. It's rare that we have an instrumentalist on here. And, you know, the first thing you think of when you're bringing on an instrumentalist is, okay, is this music going to be strong enough to hold the listener without a lyric? And I think that you have definitely succeeded there. I want to go in a little bit more to your background, but John Bon Jovi is sitting there anxiously wanting to jump in. So come on in here, John, talk to us. Okay, well, thank you, David. And, and David, welcome to the program. It is really, really nice thank to have you, you so with much, us today. Uh, I want to touch on something that you had mentioned just a minute or two ago, and that is your contract with Sony Music uh, India. And I find it curious yeah. that a provision or a clause in the contract basically states that you can't sing anything in English. This I find this to be kind of curious because isn't it the kind of situation where they want you to expand your fan base beyond India? Yes, but the thing is that they would say if I want to do it in English, then because they all have to report to the Sony headquarters in Los Angeles. So if I'm doing something in English, then they would say that that product has to be released by the Sony Los Angeles headquarters. So like okay, because so I have other not... friends who are in Sony in different parts of the country. So, like, a friend of mine, okay. he's a country artist in Germany. So he's with Sony Germany, and he's only allowed to sing country songs in German. I find that concept to be very weird, but at the same time, it's also kind of encouraging to know that, that different parts of the world can let you expand your horizons, for, for a lack of better words. Now, so the, the other question that I have... Because they said that we have the authority to release the songs in the native languages within India, which is like the 21 you know, official languages of India, they said either that or you can do instrumentals. So we're authorized to release instrumentals. The minute it goes to English, we need to report that to the head office in Los Angeles. And then they have to, and everything has to go through them. Because today everything is, you know, completely digitally released. You know, uh, gone are the day, I mean, very few people are, you know, uh, manufacturing CDs anymore. But all the big labels now, they're putting everything on Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music, you know, Title, Deezer, you name it, all sure. those, those sure. streaming platforms. So everything goes through a avenue. So they said if this has to be in English, we can't release it from, you know, here. It has to be released by the head office. The other question that I have for you, uh, that is, right. you know, I always ask our guests who uh, inspires them in the music world. And, you know, I expect to hear a lot of uh, Anglo names, whether they're from the United Kingdom or from the United States. But what I want to know is, and I guess this is probably an opportunity to promote the uh, the music scene of India a little bit more, who are Indian artists that you find to be influential in your style and your career? I would say, I mean, uh, there are about five major uh, you know, Indian musicians come to say over the past 50 years that were like really influential over the you know modern Indian culture. The, in the recent past, the post 1990, there is a gentleman by the name of A. R. Rahman, which many of you might have heard, who was the Academy Award-winning composer for Slumdog Millionaire, and he also right. won two Grammys uh, for the same film. So he has, I, he actually launched me as the as the title set of the playback singer, which is more like we. We kind of sing for film soundtracks. Because in India, you, you, you see all, all the music is attached to movies. You know, more than it being a separate entity as an album, they put songs in the films, and then the actors listen to whatever we sing. Right. It's yeah, like, it's like every movie is Greece, but, you know, uh, somebody else sings for John Travolta, 
and Olivia right. Newton-John, not them. You know? So right, you're, you're you're kind of anonymous, but you're you're all over the place. People hear you and they don't even know. It. And I I thank you. But, you but actually, no, but people do know that it's uh, like in the same film. There are these five singers singing for the same actor, and everybody mm. does, does recognize who we are. Like we have our own, you know. Uh, set of you know hit songs from different movies. I have crossed 500 films now over the past 20 years, and uh, that's been an amazing experience because I've done it in, in almost, I've sung in three different languages in South India, and uh, kind of the influence that you mentioned. So uh, before me, there are senior playback singers. Uh, two, uh, I mentioned two people. One, his name was S. B. Balasubramanian. They shortly called him S. B. B. You know because it's easier. Uh, to uh, just remember the initials. And he had, was my main influence as a singer. I mean, he passed away, unfortunately, to COVID in 2020, and mm-hmm. we all miss him uh, a lot. He was a legendary singer. You know, he was a Guinness Book of World Records, and I don't think any other singer in India has accomplished what he had. Uh, and then there's another composer named Ilya Raja, who I think like um, are the top ten composers, according to the BBC, uh, in mm-hmm. the world. You know, and he's another legendary composer uh, who has made an incredible, you know, body of work, uh, uh, which all of us in India, you know, are completely um, in awe. Even the John Williams of, of India, if you want to call it that. I want to thank you because you've actually, John, referred to things I wanted to cover in this uh, little chat with you, and you've actually covered several of them. I thank you very much. I wanted to touch right, on right. the beginning of your <laughs> career and the fact that A.R. Rahman, uh, was the office that originally got you started. I guess one of his assistants contacted you for a voice audition. Yeah, and I actually thought it was a great call because he was, by the time I came to <laughs> India, he was already a big name in the music industry. And mm-hmm. coming back to he was also signed with Sony. And the thing was, because he was signed to Sony at the time, his contract for that limited time that he worked on an album kind of banned him from singing in any film soundtracks during the duration of his, of his contract which is why he was looking for other singers at that time. And because uh, initially he was supposed to sing that particular song, uh, but then he couldn't, you know, uh, because of his contract. So that's how they were looking for some new voice. And <laughs> I think uh, he heard my, my album that got released then, you know, with my uh, then mm-hmm. label Magnuson, you know, who they were a, a licensee of Warner Brothers for South Asia. And, you know, they were the label that kind of brought me in from the U.S. to India. You know, they, they and I had done the album with, uh, the, the gentleman I mentioned earlier, SPB, his son. So he was doing his master's in uh, in upstate New York, and we met up there, and then we both came to India during college, you know, summer break, and then we decided, let's collaborate and make an album. And then we got the funding, and then we did the stuff, and then came back to India, uh, you know, the end of uh, 97, early 98, and that's how everything just took off. And then I think Ramon heard that album, he enjoyed it. He called me, and then he gave me this, you know, uh, debut song called Oh Maria, which, you know, I think for them, you know, hearing me say Maria as opposed to Maria, <laughs> yeah, the cook kind of was like the, the catch thing with the, the, the accent uh, right. at the time. You know, they were like, okay. okay. So that kind of was my uh, uh, stamp at the time with the anglicized words um, in the pronunciation, you know, which because if you take it, Tamil or any Indian language, has the same syllable phonetics like Spanish. Like, you know, the oh. way they, they roll the other Roberto or Jose. Right. You know, like, it's the same way in, in, in India. Oh, wow. 
That's interesting. You get a little uh, yeah. little education on the uh, language as well. Before we run out of time, Devon, I want to give you a chance to tell the people how they can follow you, get in touch with you, and, of course, get your music, both your uh, singing and your instrumental. Now, I do want to start with your name because it's a name that uh, a lot of people aren't familiar with. It's Devon. D-E-B-A-N, kind of like David, only it's D-E-B-A-N. and Acombram, which is E-K-A-M-B-A-R-A-M. I mean, most of my life in the U.S., they would always mispronounce it as Devin Acombram, but it's actually Devin Acombram. If you and Jay at Lazy Indy hadn't have set me straight on how to pronounce it, and I thank you both for that. Yeah. I want to thank Jay <laughs> for putting us in contact. Now, here's yes. your chance. Tell the folks how they can find you online and how they can get your music. Yes, I, I'm there on Facebook and Instagram, you know, under the same name of uh, David A. Combram, and uh, they can search me on Spotify as well. I've got a profile as well on Spotify. And my website is www.davinacombram.com. And uh, all my contact details are over there to reach out to me. And uh, my website has all my music that I've uh, been a part of over the last 23 years all updated on the site. And uh, anything you need, and anybody can reach out to me as well on social media. I'm I'm always responding uh, to people from all over the world. Wonderful. And as always, if uh, our listeners didn't get their pencils in time or get it written down or recorded in their recorder or whatever, contact me, David, at thedavidbowers.com. I'll be happy to put you in touch with David Ekambram. And we thank you, David, for joining us here today. Uh, I think we could have talked for another half hour. But uh, one last thing before we (laughs) let you go, I want to thank you. Thank you for spending time with us. I know the time difference makes these things a little bit awkward because you're, uh, I don't know, you're 12 hours different than we are over here. Yeah, 10 but, and a half hours ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah, for you, I'm 12 hours ahead. Yes, and I, I really have never figured out why India is the only country in the world where the time difference is, there's a half hour in it. Everywhere else, it's a full hour. But for some reason in India, there's a half hour figured into it, which just totally blows my mind. But hey, that's exactly. not hard yeah, to do. Even for me right now, it's, it's, we're, we're either an hour and a half ahead of Dubai or an hour and uh-huh. a half you know, uh, behind Malaysia. Five so under the same thing. I know what you mean. Listen, David, thank you again so much. Before you go, tell the folks about this next song of yours we're going to play called Jerry. Yes, so Jerry actually was one of my earliest gurus in recording. When I did the album I mentioned earlier with uh, Chadan back in the U.S., so he was the first gentleman who introduced me to live recording, you know, where I did the album, and he brought in so many musicians that were like, you know, uh, regular studio musicians in in, uh, New York City. So I had people who had worked with Frank Sinatra's band, or they worked with Tower of Power, or they played with Mariah Carey, or even... Zubin Mehta, they were the you know, orchestra members for Zubin Mehta, mm-hmm. and he just taught me so much of my early recording career, and he actually played on this particular track, uh, the acoustic guitar in the back, uh, before he passed away, you know, he had, uh, sadly passed away a few years back to thankfully uh, had a cancer, and I luckily had those tracks, and I wanted to, you know, somehow do something with the song. Uh, so when I was finishing more tracks for Brindavan, I thought, let me use this song. And I had my other friend named Rick Brunimer, uh, who's another celebrated tax player in New Jersey. 
uh, he did a, you know, an alto and tenor kind of harmony bit, and I used Nell again, who also played flute on this song. Uh, hmm. Nell again, I mentioned, was from Mauritius. And then I just said, and I don't know what to name it, so I thought, let me just, you know, name it Jerry, since his name is Jerry Topinka, and uh, he was a very well-known, uh, you know, music teacher and overall, you know, musician in New Jersey for more than 40 years, uh, mm-hmm. and we all miss him, so I thought this would be my tribute to him, at least, you know, so people remember that word, the name, you know, Jerry, and... Uh, Fantastic. Like I said, Fantastic. gurus are gurus. You know, I know they. No matter your 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 uh, your mentors are very special, and it's very sad when they're no longer. Because right now, I'm, a lot of positive things have happened in my life uh, post his passing. I really miss that he's not here for me to share it with. I can. You know, so, I can understand that. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, we get to a point. We all get to a point in our lives where that becomes a factor. We've lost uh, the mentors, the people that help us get to where we are, and uh, the best we can do yes, is remember yes. them. And we will remember you as yes. well and hope you do come back and visit us again because I'm sure we could we could talk for another half hour at least. Ladies and gentlemen, David Ekambrum, and here he is with Jerry. <laughs>
Bevan Ikambrum. Tune is called Jerry. Thank you so much. So, so wonderful having artists from around the world with us. And uh, we look forward to talking with our next artist, who is a return. Charisse D'Souza will be back with us for, I don't know, second or third time. I know we're always glad to have her on the show, and she is so much fun to talk to. We will be talking with her in four minutes, right after we listen to her track called Baby Girl. Here's Charisse.
baby girl. That's Sharis D'Souza, who is joining us right now from India. Sharis, hello. Hi, David. So nice to talk to you after such a long time. I'm really happy to be here on the show. As always, really excited to talk to you. And we're really excited to have you come back and join us. You have got so much going on. I'm seeing you all over the Internet. And, uh, of course, you've got uh-huh. the, uh, the uh, first uh, International Indie Music Festival coming up, which uh, we did a little thing with Jay last week where he played that theme song, the anthem for it and everything. So we're really excited about that, but most excited about talking with you right now. First off, I want to ask you, I saw that uh, that spread you did for the um, for the new electric Mercedes. Did you get to ride and drive that? Yeah, I just uh, got a chance to sit inside it and uh, you know and also model around it, saying uh, saying to uh, some of the customers who purchased it on the spot. So it was a new launch in India. So I was uh, really lucky to have performed for. Uh, for the Mercedes uh, sales people as well as the uh, the, the buyers, and they had it was a fashion show as well for that show. So it was me. Uh, I sang a bit of jazz. I sang some of my originals, and there was a fashion show. So I complimented the whole thing. Fantastic! Two beauties side by side, folks. The Mercedes and Sharif, and that new Mercedes definitely stood up with Cherise very nicely. Cherise, John Bon Jovial's here, wow, and I know you. he's just dying to say hello to you. John, jump in. Well, hey, Cherise, it's great to have you back on with us again. This is, I think, your third visit with us, if I'm not mistaken, and it is just wonderful. Yes, you're to, right. You know, it's wonderful to hear your voice again and this new song, Baby Girl. Wow, that is so cool. I love it. Your production values are great on it, and your voice just absolutely shines, and it sounds so original, and that is so important to have originality, and, you know, you really knocked that one out of the park. So congratulations on that. That's just great. Looking forward to many, many more. Thank you so much, John. And, uh, you know, I I released uh, You Get Me in, in May this year, and I was lucky to have the opportunity to submit it for the Grammy Awards. And uh, I'm really lucky to have uh, have it selected. I mean, I, I, the song was selected in the Best New Artist category, in the pop category. And so I've, uh, my song was uh, balloted in, uh, among all the, uh, the, the top pop songs uh, for, of this year. So something really good about 2022 is like the first time I got my songs uh, balloted in the Grammy Awards. So the previous song that we spoke about in my last interview as well, uh, that is uh, uh, Never Born. That one is there as well in the Best uh, yeah. Rock Performance and re- Best Rock Song Category. So I, I appeared three times in the Grammys this time. And that is awesome. Yeah, I was, that was my next question I was going to ask you about that. That has to be quite an honor for you because I know when we first started talking with you, uh, one of your prime goals at the time was to go more international and, you know, go beyond India, do international sound and reach an international audience. And you have done that very well. I love the fact that you're multi-genre in your presentation. You do all types of music, and I would think that makes it easier 
to cross the international boundaries in different countries. But uh, really, really, what a uh, what a monumental achievement to make the Grammy nomination list, and we salute you for that. But uh, you know, we never really had any doubts. We knew you were going to get there. Just a, just a question of when and how big, how fast. And, uh, we congratulate you and wish you all the luck in the world. We will definitely be watching. Uh, we will definitely be watching to see what happens with the Grammys. Now, this big festival, the International Indie Music Festival, you're going to be performing there also. Yes, I mean it's it's so it's such a blessing that you know these few months, these past few months, has been so much has been happening, as you said, rightly said at the start. And I did also, uh, you know, sing the the theme song that you played in your show, where I, I, I mean, just few of us were uh, singing that song, and I was so happy to be able to contribute to that song. And it's such a lively song as well, you know. Let and it's called "Let the Party Never Get Over," and it's also uh, produced by your client from Germany as well as mixed and mastered by him and the lyrics are by Jay and uh, I, I got an opportunity to record that I just, I'm in the video as well and uh, it's just been a really big build up for this festival I mean Jay has really put uh, you know, his whole heart and soul into this festival to make it happen because it's happening for the first time in India it's like by the independent artists for the independent artists and it's really huge uh, the, the scale of it and uh, it's happening in a state called Kerala uh, near this beach called Kovalam Beach and uh, I'm, I'm also pretty much involved with him I'm getting more and more involved in the things that he's doing I'm also helping with the magazine as well I'm into I'm, I'm join, joining the team so I'm becoming an editor as well for the magazine and uh, I, I, I'll, be, I'll be leading, yeah, and I'll be leading for the festival uh, the after tomorrow. So I'll be uh, taking my flight to Kerala, and I'm going to be there till the end of the festival. Where that's uh, the, on the last day. That's when they're going to be playing the song for the for the audience. I think it's like ten thousand strong audience. Mm. So it, we're just going to be singing and making the audience sing that song as well. So it's going to be an amazing experience to meet so many new artists and so many uh, artists who I've been listening on and I've been interacting with uh, thanks to Lazy Indie Magazine and also like thanks to your show as well, uh, you know, like reading about them and finally I get to meet them. And it's it's going to be beautiful because I think a lot of collaborations are going to be born from uh, us meeting at the festival. Well, that's one of the things that struck me as being as being unique and really I think it's a landmark achievement for the the International Indie Music Festival because you artists will be interacting, you'll be collaborating with each other. It's not just a case of Sharice goes on with her band and then the next artist comes on with their group, uh, but you're also going to get a chance to collaborate, to mix it up with each other, basically uh, to jam for the public. And I think that's fantastic. I only wish that I could be there. And I know, uh, Jay had mentioned that there was a possibility that they were going to uh, do a video of it and have it up on YouTube or online somewhere. Is uh, do you know anything more about that? Yes, I, I'm. I'm sure that they have the best teams uh, working with them to uh, get videos. Because I, I even asked him whether you know I, can I get a videographer with me. He said, "Don't worry about it. We have the best videographers going to be taking videos of all the bands." 
so you don't have to get your videographer. So I, I, I mean, I've been following uh, the IMF on Instagram as well, and I've been seeing their videos. Uh, it's, it's really top class. So <clears throat> I mean, it's, uh, it's there on Instagram. So I've been following the uh, the Kerala, um, the, the place where it's happening. So I've, I've been so following all the accounts and seeing all the news. I mean, it's already kicked off the event. So they kicked it off with some uh, DJs. And uh, even for the DJs, there was such a big crowd. So I was just uh, showing the the my band the videos, you know, and telling them like, you know, this is who we're going to be performing for, and it's huge, huge crowd. And like the first time I'm going to be performing my originals for such a large audience, and it's it's this this festival is going to have a dom uh, it's like a domino effect because I'm going to be getting that many more fans now for my music and that many more listeners thanks to the festival. I'm really happy about that. Let me jump in here for just a second. You know, you just mentioned something about the crowd. Do you have any uh, idea of how large the audience is going to be for your performance and for the for the festival in general? Uh, what I've been seeing from the videos, uh, and and it's, it's going to be like ten thousand strong audience uh, plus, like you know, it's going to be huge. That's a good crowd. Yeah, yes. Wow, that's, that's great. Yeah. That's wow, a great crowd. Uh, and it, I, I got to believe that the whole festival is going to get some great press internationally, which is going to be a benefit to you and all the artists that appear there. I want you. To, I want to ask you two little favors. Try and let us know how we can get to see the videos if they're available for the public. And also, be sure and say hello to Jay and all our friends there at Lazy Indie Magazine and the other artists that uh, have either been on the show or we have talked to. We wish you all the very best in the world. I wish we had time. I wanted to go into, you know, this is such a big year for you. I wanted to go into what you're going to be doing next year, but we're virtually out of time here, and it's time for us to play your uh, your other song, which you just mentioned, You Get Me. So I'm going to go ahead with that and thank you so much for being here with us. All the very best. Look forward to you doing a knockout performance at the International. I would love to see. Yeah, I would love to say also that uh, You Get Me uh, is came number four on the electronic charts in Netherlands. The the third day of its release, it was on the Apple Music charts number four. So Fantastic. it's really huge, the song. Yeah, you got yourself an international yeah. hit. You got yourself an international hit. Thank you hit. so much, David. Thank you, Sharice. A pleasure, ladies and gentlemen. Sharice D'Souza, and here she is with her international hit, You Get Me.
You get me, Charisse D'Souza, right here on the David Bowers Awards, where we have just run the clock, ladies and gentlemen. John Bon Jovi, it's time to take us home. Absolutely. David, been another great show. Folks, you've been with us for another hour. We truly appreciate it, and we just love the fact that you're here week after week after week. Uh, attending our sessions here at the David Bowers Awards, and we'll look forward to having you back here again with us next week. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA right here in Naples, Florida, and, of course, from the Valley of the Sun right there in Tempe, Arizona, and we are available for free on most of the streaming services. On Anchor FM, I mentioned them a little earlier in the broadcast, you can help the David Bowers Awards support indie artists and music by clicking the link at the end of this episode and each and every episode of the David Bowers Awards and make a donation. We sure would appreciate it. Join us next week for the David Bowers Awards Saturday on WRFZ FM 106.3 on your FM radio dial, Rochester Free Radio in Rochester, New York. And that happens noon Eastern Time, and on Blog Talk Radio Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern and also uh, 11 a.m. Pacific and 6 p.m. UTC. So until next week for The David Bowers and 
Hop along sarcastically. I don't know why I keep mentioning this guy. He never shows up for work anyway. Uh, and all the other crew here at uh, the Radio Ranch, this is the legendary John Bon Jovial saying, be good to each other, love each other, uh, you know, keep washing your hands, kind of important. And uh, we'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards.